Hey, Story Family. Welcome to the Story at Home. This is your host, Giovanna Huffman. For the next eight weeks, we're asking members of the Story community to tell us their favorite Bible story and how that story inspired them to follow Jesus. Let's get started with today's episode. Hey, Story Family. Welcome to the Story at Home. My name is Leslie Lilly, and I'm with Ann Singleton today to talk about one of our favorite stories in the Bible, The Woman at the Well, found in John chapter 4. But before we begin, just a quick note on the two of us. Anne is a member of the story where she has led a discipleship group for several years, and I'm involved in the prayer ministry. Anne and I had the pleasure of meeting one another for the first time last year on the story's trip to the Holy Land. Needless to say, we became fast friends, and even crazier, we were at Jacob's Well together right where this story takes place. Anne and I were there, at this very spot where Jesus meets the Samaritan woman 2,000 years ago. One of the themes of any trip to the Holy Land is authentication. Is this really where Jesus wept? Is this really the hill where he was crucified? So our tour guide would try his best to provide evidence of authentication, but I remember him saying, you can't change a water source. It became a theme of the trip. You can't change a water source. You can't move the Dead Sea. It is the body of water Jesus walked on. And so we know the well that we pulled water out of is Jacob's well. And it is the place where we're going today in this story. That was an amazing trip, wasn't it, Leslie? Yes. Thanks for having me here today. Yeah. So, Anne, can you set up this story for us? Tell us a little about this woman. Yes, I'd love to. So this is a woman who is never named throughout the story, which is interesting because this story is actually the longest encounter between Jesus and any other individual in the Gospel of John. A little about her was that she was an outcast. She was a Samaritan, and at that time, Samaritans and Jews did not get along or associate with one another and actually really despised one another. Remember the parable of the Good Samaritan? A man lies dying on the side of the road, and the only person willing to help him was a Samaritan, not the Jewish leader that passed by, not the priest, but the Samaritan. Uh, Something else to note is that she had previously had five husbands and was currently living with a man who was not her husband. So she was really considered the lower ring of society. Wow, five Mm -hmm. husbands. So... I now have a picture of this outcast. What happens when she gets to the well? So typically at that time, the women would gather at the well early in the morning when it was cooler, and they went as a group, like a social occasion of sorts, the same way we would meet for coffee now. Okay. But the Samaritan woman went alone at noontime, which was the heat of the day, most likely because She was living in shame and didn't want to be seen and probably wasn't included with them or invited with the other women since she was, you know, looked down upon in society. I think we've all had those times in our lives when we didn't feel included in a certain group, and it's a very lonely feeling. Right. Yeah, I love this observation that you made that she went in the middle of the day. Yeah. That that really touches my heart. I, I feel a twinge of sadness that... She was that lonely and didn't want to be seen. And then Jesus is there, and he sees her. I I think his first comment to her is, bring me some water. Yeah. And with that, he opens up this long dialogue. 
Yes, can you imagine? So Jesus speaks to her, and she can't understand why a Jewish man um, would want to speak to her since Jews and Samaritans despised one another. But what's interesting is how comfortable she felt asking him many questions. His presence and his spirit, obviously the Holy Spirit, put her at great ease and made her feel welcome and comfortable. He tells her in verse 10 about the living water when he says, if you knew the gift of God and who it is that asks you for a drink, you would have asked him and he would have given you living water. It's comforting that Jesus chooses to love the least lovable people and he chooses to use the least likely characters. Isn't that right? just awesome? Mm-hmm. Anyway, after he tells her about the living water, he declares what he had not in many other circles or other public gatherings, that he is the Messiah. Mm. He not only reveals himself to her, but then goes on to tell her all about herself, proving to her he is who he says he is. Jesus is trying to get to her heart. He's trying to get to the bottom of what she needs, which is love and forgiveness, really what we all need and want. He seems to tell her the things about herself to show her who he is and that even with her sinful past, he still accepts her and she is worthy of forgiveness and of love. Can Mm -hmm. you imagine the son of God revealing himself to you? Mm -mm. I mean, wow. Yeah. I can think of sometimes I have been ashamed of my behavior and my actions and I've felt so much shame to think that Jesus not only forgives me, but accepts me and still wants to have a relationship with me is really overwhelming to me. Mm-hmm. It, tr- it truly frees us from ourselves. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. I, I just, I can't even get my head around it that this outcast is, she's standing in front of the God of the universe. Yeah. It's crazy. And I love the image that Jesus uses um, of water to relate his truths to her, for that matter, his truths to us, water is something that none of us can live without, and it is life-sustaining. And like the tour guide said, you can't change a water source. Right. It's, it's a good thing we can't change Jesus. He is enough, and he is still here today, just like Jacob's well. So when we go looking for Jesus, we will find him just like we will find the well again when we go back to Israel. Right, right. So, so Anne, what happened after this woman had these deep conversations with Jesus? And, and how do you relate maybe to her experience of being in the presence of God? Yeah, so one of the most poignant and powerful things to me about this story was that after Jesus tells her this good news, she leaves her water jug and mm-hmm. runs to tell the townspeople. These are the same people, remember, who had shunned her and with whom she didn't join at the well in the early morning. She is now confident enough to tell them this news and excited about it. Mm. The entire reason she was at the well in the heat of the day to get her water is now insignificant because she has learned of the living water of Jesus. I mean, isn't this how we feel when Jesus reveals something to us? We want to go and just tell everyone We want to share the good news. We can't wait. There have been times when God has spoken to me in my dreams, and I can't wait to tell my closest friends. Right. I mean, it's just the most exciting thing. In this case, the woman most likely had very few, if any, friends. 
But she had to share this incredible news. And in that moment, her insecurities that she always felt and the shame she always felt had just melted away thanks to her encounter with Jesus. She was truly transformed by his love and could not wait to share that truth. Just amazing. Wow. She forgets her water. Mm -hmm. Of course she does. The eternal God of the universe has just wrapped his light all around her, and she is a new creation. So she has to run to tell the miracle. That's just crazy. crazy. I know. I know. This beautiful story just really tells us Jesus' love for the world. It's just, it's all inclusive. In a day and time when we're talking about, you know, division and including mm-hmm. others, this is the ultimate story of, of what it's truly like to be inclusive. Um, He spoke to this woman, a low-standing person of society, as an equal to him. Mm. Now, that in itself is a lesson for us all, is it not? Mm -hmm. Uh, It reminds us Jesus is the living water. He offers us eternal life. You know, it shows the importance of our testimony. The scripture says in verse 39 that many of the Samaritans from that town believed in him because of the woman's testimony. Mm. That is powerful, I think. Mm Mm-hmm. This is really a story we can all relate to. The story of the woman at the well is a a rich example of love, truth, redemption, and acceptance. He accepts us all, and all are welcome in the kingdom of God. For that, we say a huge hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Wow. And thank you for sharing this story with us today. Um, I, I really feel challenged to share Jesus with others. I love just this little nugget of the testimony, the importance of the testimony and how, oh my gosh, it changed probably that entire town. Yeah. So maybe my challenge today is that it just starts with a simple conversation. Right. So right. thank you so much, Leslie. I agree. Yeah. Thank you, Anne. Thanks for being here. And thank you, listeners. And remember, church isn't a building we go to. It's a family we belong to.